Welcome to Beside the Burn for Friday the 16th of December. In our Advent series, it is obviously day 16 of Brightest and Best. And once again, we are looking at the Nativity story. And we're also looking at some carols. And there'll be links below to some different versions of the carol that you can listen to and meditate upon what we've been saying together. Our theme for today is Word of the Father, Now in Flesh Appearing, which is a line from O Come All You Faithful. And we're thinking today about Jesus, God made man. And we will be reading that wonderful passage from John chapter 1, where we find out all about Jesus being made man. But Philippa Wilson today in the passage from the book that we're reading looks at this idea where some people are prepared to accept Jesus but they don't want everything else that goes along with him. There's this idea or some folk have that Jesus is very different from God. That Jesus is in the New Testament, very different from what we find in the Old Testament. And therefore, he's much more approachable, he's much more acceptable, he fits in with modern values much better. But what we need to realise is that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came to this earth to show us the Father. So Jesus and the Father are one. Jesus, yes, is a separate person in the Trinity, but he has the same values and the same thoughts that the Father has. He is God made man. He is the word of the Father who now appears in flesh. So he's not different from God because he is God. He's not different from the God of the Old Testament because he is the God of the Old Testament. And he comes into the New Testament. And we need to remember that he's not just a loving and caring man who people followed. But he's also frightening. Many of the people who met Jesus and encountered Jesus were afraid of him. There is something terrifying about somebody who has power over demons, who can just speak and cast demons out of another human being. There's also something terrifying about someone who has power over the weather. Be quiet, he says to the wind and the waves, and everything is eerily still. And those who were on the boat with him were terrified. There's something terrifying about someone who can outwit you with his wisdom. Who can gain the approval of people but who doesn't pursue it. Who radically transforms someone beyond recognition. Who won't back down from the religious rulers, from Pilate, from Herod. People who meet Jesus in the New Testament are afraid of him. 
Philippa Wilson reminds us, if you've ever read The Lion and the Witch and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis, that there's a wonderful line in the Narnia tale where Lucy asks if Aslan, the lion, is safe. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. What makes the God of the Bible, both the Old and New Testaments, terrifying is not his badness, but his goodness. And that's what we need to remember. That it is Jesus' goodness that makes him such a terrifying prospect. There are all sorts of bad people in the world that we can be terrified of, but Jesus is very different. And in the carol, O come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, it's an invitation to come and worship God. And in each of the choruses we say, look, O come, let's adore him, Christ the Lord. And in that final verse we say, yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning, Jesus to thee be all glory given, word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. We know about God, we know about humans, but it's quite frightening to see God in human form. Because all the things that we expect of humans are turned on their head by the perfect Son of God becoming human. So let's read together from John chapter 1, the first 14 verses, these very familiar verses that we read at this time of year. It's John's version of the nativity. Uh, Matthew and Luke describe Jesus coming and being born as a baby and laid in a manger. John takes a rather philosophical approach and describes what it means for Jesus to come as a baby and to be born and to dwell among us and to be God and to bring his light into a world of darkness and his hope in the world of despair. So let's hear the word became flesh from John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. 
Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Is not someone who comes full of grace and truth more terrifying than someone who comes with evil intent? So we trust in Jesus because of his goodness. And let's pray the prayer in the devotional book today. Father God, thank you that in seeing Jesus, we see you. You are like Jesus. You are kind and merciful and not safe, but full of love. Help us to see you as you are in Jesus. Amen.